I love studying the Gospels, and I like to read them in slow motion because there are things you miss if you read too quickly. For example, did you notice that Jesus actually did sleep? I think that we think we're the ever-ready bunnies, and we've got to keep on going and going and going, and we miss the fact that even our Savior did sleep. In fact, he was serving people all the time, so sleep had to be essential, and I bet sleep felt like better than the best dessert (laughs) because he was always just in demand. This is such an important principle that we need to not miss, and so we're going to look at it today. We're going to take a really good look at how Jesus slept in a storm. Before we do that, I just want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to Keep the Heart. We're well over 150,000 downloads of the podcast episodes, and I'm astounded by that because there is not a greater Mrs. Nobody on earth than Francie Taylor. I am Francie Who to most people. But I really appreciate that you do tune in and you send your friends, and I'm grateful for the emails that you send that tell us that these are helpful. Would you do us a favor and go to keeptheheart.com and click the donate button and give a donation to Keep the Heart of your choice. The nice thing about our donation button is it has a drop-down menu so that you can choose anywhere from $5 to $100. And we are listener-supported, so I do not have a salary that comes in every month for doing these podcast episodes. I'm committed to these because it's the work the Lord has given me to do, and I love doing it. But when we get back... I want to talk about how Jesus was asleep in the storm. Thank you for joining Keep the Heart for today's podcast with Francie Taylor. Francie is an author, teacher, and conference speaker. Sharing lessons from the Word of God is her passion. Now, back to today's important study. Now, Jesus had just finished talking with all kinds of people. We don't even know how many, but he also had talked personally with his disciples because Jesus would teach in parables, and then when he got along with his disciples, he'd explain the parable to them so that they fully understood what he was trying to teach. But at this point in the book of Mark in chapter 4, when they had just finished another round of parables, he said to his disciples, let us pass over unto the other side. And so then in verse 36, he'd sent all the multitude away, and then he got into a ship. And as he got into the ship, a great storm of wind and waves beat the ship so that it was now full, the Bible says. Now, Jesus had already settled into the ship before the storm hit, and they awake him. Now, who's the they? The they are the disciples. And here's what they asked him. Master, carest thou not that we perish? Even after walking and talking with Jesus and witnessing his miracles and listening to him teach the word with great authority, they still didn't know who they were walking with. They didn't know whose boat they were in. Can you imagine? Hey, but now before we get too hard on the disciples, we're just like them. We're walking with Jesus every day. If we're saved, he is in us. But yet we're still worried fretful, scared. We don't believe something can work out. We have this little teeny bit of faith. We're just like them. So let's break this down and let's see what we can learn from Jesus being asleep in the storm. 
The first thing we can learn is found in verse 38 of Mark 4, where it says, And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And so Jesus is trying to show us something here. He's trying to show us that it's possible to sleep through a storm. Well, no, that's because it was Jesus. Remember now, Jesus came to earth and he was in human flesh form while he was here. He was trying to teach us things that humans can do. In other words, we can sleep through a storm. We don't think we can. But if we think we can't because our hearts are racing or our minds won't be quiet, then we just need to turn those parts over to Jesus. I'm not being flippant here. I'm being real. I have learned from Christ that you can sleep through storms. In fact, I've learned that it is essential to sleep during storms because the next day will come and you will need strength. You know what it says in Proverbs 24.10, that if we faint in the day of adversity, our strength is small. One of the biggest reasons why we don't have enough strength is we are not well rested. We keep trying to push ourselves like we've got some kind of auxiliary battery pack that doesn't require sleep. Uh Uh-uh, sorry, we're in human bodies. And as long as we're in a robe of flesh, the robe of flesh is going to have to have rest. Now, whatever's going on that's keeping you from sleeping, It'll be there the next day, because just like when Jesus went to sleep, by the time the disciples woke him up, the storm was still raging, and they were absolutely in a foamy, understandable lather. I don't know what kind of storm this was, but if it was big enough to have wind and waves to scare grown men, it was huge. They probably thought they were going to die. Have you ever gone through something where you were thinking, if I don't die, this will kill me? (laughs) I mean, sometimes our storms are that great, but we can sleep through the storm and we must. A second thing that we learn from Jesus sleeping through the storm is that he's still in charge of the storm. I don't know how many times we have to learn that lesson, but it does seem that we forget. And I think that's one of the reasons why in scripture there are verses that tell us to remember because we are forgetful creatures. Jesus can do something great for us in our lives, and we forget about it, and we're back to fearful. It's like default mode, boom, I'm scared. But wait a minute, didn't Jesus just rescue you from something so hard last month, last week, yesterday? Didn't Jesus just get you through something that was just absolutely miraculous? So how many times does Jesus have to do that before we'll trust him. What's the magic number? What is it? I don't think there is one, is there? It comes down to this. We will have faith and we will trust God or we will not. You know what it says in Isaiah 26, 3, but do I know? (laughs) This is an unedited episode and so I am not allowing myself to use a script and I am going by memory on many of the verses but I can think of it now that I gave myself a little extra time and we are just keeping it real too. Let's face it, nobody knows everything and nobody remembers everything, but I do now remember that Isaiah 26, 3 says, thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. And then verse four says, trust ye in the Lord forever for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Okay, keys in there. There are some keys in there. First of all, 
we will have the peace when our mind is stayed on Christ. And we will have that peace and we will set our minds on the one who can calm storms when we trust him. So what does it say when we choose fear? It says we don't trust him that much. Now, that's a reality we need to face, and then we need to confess it, forsake it, and repent of that. Let's stop allowing ourselves free passes on things that we would chastise a young person over. Where's your faith, we would say to a young person if they were fretting over something. Well, where do you think they learned how to fret from? We are the fret models in the lives of our young people. Yes, we are. We're the fret role models. They see us getting just all upset and worried and pacing and not sleeping, and they know what we're doing. They see it even if we're not voicing it. It shows on our countenance when we're fearful. And that is saying to them that we're not living, Isaiah 26, verse 3. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. So then the antonym is also true. Thou wilt keep him in perfect torment whose mind is somewhere else because he's not trusting. She's not trusting. We don't want to live like that. In verse 39, Jesus showed them why he was sleeping in the storm so calmly. Verse 39, he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Calm is one of my favorite words, and calm is like my favorite life operating system. I love remaining calm. And there are plenty of things in life to try to disturb the peace, but I love not disturbing my own peace. The disciples chose to be afraid, and by going to that mode, they wanted to take Jesus with them. We're the same way. We're just like the disciples. When we're scared, we want company. Come be scared with me. (gasps) And we want to tell other people what we're afraid about, and then we want them to get ramped up with us because aren't you afraid we're going to perish? How quickly we forget that the very master of the sea at any point in time can say, hey, you, storm, peace be still. And then, boom, there's a great calm. We need to go back to the book of Genesis and see that this is the same God that created the sea. He tells the sea how far the waves can come. Have you ever stood by the seaside and let the water lap up over your feet? I happen to love doing that, and I do it a lot. But have you noticed that even when it laps up high, it still has boundaries? I read tide charts. They're charts that that let us know where the tide's going to be, whether it's going to be low or high when we go to the beach. Now, this means something to shellers because a low tide is really easy for shelling, and a high tide, the shells are way underwater. So a low tide day is a great day to go shelling. But even the tide chart is fascinating. How does the water know to be low tide? God. How does the water know to come in for a high tide? God. Why are we so fearful? Well, that's the next thing we learned from Jesus sleeping in the storm. In verse 40 of Mark 4, it says, Jesus talking, he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? First, he asked them, How is it? What is missing here? What are you not getting? He lovingly, patiently taught them, explained things, answered questions, expounded on the scripture. How is it that they still didn't understand? Because we all have blind spots. 
Have you ever almost changed lanes on top of a car because you didn't see it coming? That's how the disciples were. They had Jesus in their blind spot. He was with them, but it was almost like they couldn't see him anymore. Have you become that kind of Christian where Christ is almost in your blind spot? You're so busy do-do-doing that you've forgotten to just be with Jesus? Peace, be still. Don't be fearful. Trade that fear for faith. I think it's also really important for us to notice that Jesus didn't ask them, how is it that you have such low faith? No, he said, how is it that you have no faith? That is a sharp accusation, and could that be applied to us? Could we be accused of having no faith? Well, check your life. What are you afraid about right now? That's a no-faith position. We don't have to live like this. We don't have to live in fear. We can live by faith. And then at the end of the story in Mark 4:41, the disciples were talking amongst each other, and it says this in that verse, and they feared exceedingly. They were really amazed at what Jesus had done and said one to another, what manner of man is this? that even the wind and the sea obey him. I hope you get to go to a large body of water sometime soon and stand there and look at that and remember that that's the same body of water that is under Jesus' control. The wind, the sea, they have to obey Christ. That's why Jesus could sleep through a storm because he's the master of the sea. He could sleep through a storm because he controls the wind and the waves. We can sleep through a storm because we belong to Him. You've been listening to Francie Taylor. For more from Francie, visit KeepTheHeart.com for devotionals, books, and the popular Bible study series, I See You, In Christ Unconditionally. I See You is flexible by design and encourages users to develop the habit of daily Bible study. Visit KeepTheHeart.com today. Thank you for listening.